Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. And here we are, my friends. AEW and New Japan's Forbidden Door pay-per-view is but a couple of days away. And if you're a mega super nerd, you're absolutely pumped. Apparently, if you're a casual fan, you don't care. I'm going to let this drop after I've said this one last time because I have gone on about it way too much. But why do we care about this stuff? Just enjoy the wrestling. However, there is a hell of a lot going on, especially because this pay-per-view is cursed. If you haven't seen Ishii is now out of the damn thing. So I'm going to have to rework my predictions. But get a pen, get a piece of paper, or just use the comment section below. Make sure you let me know your predictions. Let's all limber up. Let's get ready. Let's do shadow boxing like some strange people do in the gym. And let's predict the damn forbidden door. Let us start big as well when it comes to the prohibited hole and it's going to be Zack Sabre Jr. versus someone. Now, when I say someone, that doesn't make it sound very exciting at all, but we do have a mystery opponent, which means it could go very, very well or it could go terribly. I'm always excited about this stuff because I always manage my expectation, but as we don't have a clue, let's play a little name game. So what I want you to do is make some noise when I do indeed say a name, so I'm just going to throw it out there randomly. Scott Steiner. Why you but don't boo Scott Steiner. The big booty daddy will find you and he'll flex his peaks. And then he'll cut a maths promo on you. All right, okay, how about <laughs> Daniel Bryan? Don't, but it's a joke. It's just a flipping joke. Okay, number three, uh, Johnny. Johnny Gargano. Oh, there we go, getting a little warmer. Or Cesaro. <laughs> yeah, there it is. And it does seem obvious, right? But once again, as we've just talked about, make sure you set your expectations at the right level so you don't get disappointed. But given what Danielson was saying on Dynamite, I love this man, this man is my best friend, I want to hug this man till the end of time, this is the kind of thing he used to say about Cesaro in WWE. Hell, when he was helping out behind the scenes, he would go to every single person in power and said, uh, I think we should put Cesaro, have you looked at him? Cesaro and Sabre would also have an absolutely fantastic match and either guy could win. Although you'd have to favour Cesaro because it's a bit strange to make your big debut and then lose. But if there is going to be a pay-per-view that has a lot of shenanigans on it, it's going to be this one because you have two factions going to war. So you can let the Blackpool Combat Club get involved. I mean, Brian has already told us I'm a dirty heel, so maybe he will use underhanded tactics. And I'm still going to plump that one, it is Cesaro, that's right, we're going big here, and two, he shall win. More importantly, this could be the first match on the show. That's what I would do. 
everybody go crazy. And sticking with that theme, we've also got Pac versus Miro versus Malachi Black. Very sadly, it's no longer Ishii, but it is Clark Connors, and what an opportunity for that guy. If you have been watching his development as a wrestler, well, he's pretty damn good. What I really love about it all, though, is that I don't actually care once again who wins. I mean, maybe not Clark Connors at this juncture, just because I think the other three would benefit, but imagine Pac comes out as the All-Atlantic Champion. I know that championship is a little bit weird, but if anybody in the dang company deserves a belt, his name is Pac. But you can say the same for Malachi Black, because it would really double down on the fact that he is the head of the House of Black, and you all know how I feel about Miro. He should be still be the TNT champion, as far as I'm concerned. He should be the world champion, so give him the All-Atlantic title too, and just make him the greatest person ever. My main concern is what actually happens with this title afterwards, because what I would like to see is that it gets defended in AEW, it gets defended in New Japan, it gets defended on Ring of Honor, it gets defended on Impact, it gets defended on whatever promotion will have you, because then, whether you're watching Dynamite or Rampage, there's not too many championships, because this one's basically a floater. Now, I actually think the pack is going to win, but I do not bet against Miro, so I'm going for him, because he's my hero, and he makes me do funny things in my head. Don't know what that means. I just think he's a really great wrestler, and he entertains me. But again, you could give it to any of the other three. Or you could give it to Clark Connors. Sometimes I think we should go, let's make a damn star. And also, that would be a nice wink-wink nudge-nudge to New Japan, saying, hey, we're going to make your boy. I'm still sticking with Miro. Do you want some more madness, too? We are getting Shingo Tagaki versus Hiromo Takahashi, Sting and Darby Allen <laughs> versus El Fantasmo, Hikaleo, and the Young Bucks. And Sting's team is called the Dudes of Attitude. And I didn't say this on Dynamite Ups and Downs. I know that's a name from the past. That's why I was so excited about it. If nothing else, though, this is basically the reunited of the Bullet Club, or at least Matt and Nick Jackson going back into that faction. And given that they did just win the AEW Tag Team titles, while their team could lose... I really don't see either of those guys getting pinned. The problem is that's kind of the same with Sting and Darby Allen. I've also got this funny feeling deep down inside of me that our first feud coming out the back of this is going to be the Young Bucks taking on father and son. So this means you have to bring the New Japan guys into it. And I'm still absolutely stumped. Now what's really cool is that Takahashi, Tagaki and ELP can finally show what they can do on a big Western stage. But then you also have to start going, well, one of them is going to lose. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. As long as Phantasmo starts to do his back breaks, I'm going to be a happy man. Because he acts like this is a gunshot, it really makes me laugh. So I'm just going to come up with a random one here and say that Takahashi does indeed pin ELP. Because then that can kind of jump off into something you do do back at NJPW. And it also protects all the American guys who, again, I've just decided are going to have a program. But ultimately, once again, it doesn't even matter. Do you know how silly and good this is going to be? If at least once it doesn't make you get off your couch and go rah, 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 then something has gone terribly wrong. Also, if you do make that noise, you may be having a health issue. Please ring your physician. <laughs> but yes, I'm going with this. The sheer ramming of matches continues too because it is then FTR, the Ring of Honor champions, taking on the great Okan and Jeff Cobb, the IWGP tag team champions, taking on Rapongi Vice are no champions. I know Cobb and Khan have only won their belts, but did you hear that pop that FTR got on Dynamite? This is their moment. This is what it's all been leading up to. Everybody is desperate to see them win, and Cash and Dax have already said, we want to win as many championships as possible, so if you're going to do that, you have to do it now, because if you don't, you're going to miss the boat. There was a feeling that Trent and Rocky may actually be left alone when it comes to the finish, because then once again, you have a ready-made feud, and we have been teasing this for a little while, and it also means that FTR can head over to New 
New Japan and defend against some teams there, something that has been on their bucket list for ages. What it also means we do is that we take one championship from one company and we give it to the other promotion. And because I am a massive geek, that will always make me go, because I can't believe it's happened. Now, at some point, AEW is going to return that favor. But if we get through the forbidden door and this doesn't happen at least once, well, I'm going to be a little bit of a sad panda. I also think this is going to be a sleeper too. I bet it's absolutely incredible. Jim Ross, as always, will just love Jeff Cobb because he loves an athletic big man. But that's all right by me, FTR win. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. And then it is going to be Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, what dimension are we living in? I genuinely can't believe this is the direction we decided to head in, especially because when you go through the rumour mill, apparently it was meant to be Osprey versus Andrade when Wrestling Politics walked up to the Forbidden Door, opened it and said, Haha, we're not going to let you do it. Now, I do have to say... I think the story could have been a little bit better here. I mean, the build has literally been, do you want to see two guys fight? But here's a secret. Yes, yeah, I do want to see this, so I'm fine with it. I mean, it is totally wacky on paper, but just go back and watch the little stuff they did do together on Dynamite. When Orange Cassidy hit that backpack stunner, Will Ospreay sold it like he was dead. And in that very moment... My excitement gland turned on. And it will suffer a little bit because Osprey isn't going to lose in a million years. I mean, he's also a champion in New Japan at the moment. And that belt's not on the line. So it's not going to happen. But all you need to do here is have those two guys go out and absolutely smash it. Osprey hits the hidden blade or whatever he wants to do to get the one, two, three. But ultimately, you just give this a salute because it was so good. 
giving it to Will. Right, okay. Do you want to know what Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho are basing their team on? What their chemistry is all about? That they're really sexy. Do you know who the third member of that group is? Suzuki. I love this shit. It's also going to be another one of these multi-man matches because they are taking on Wheeler Yuta, Eddie Kingston and Shota Amuno. And do you know, a few days after this, we're also getting blood and guts. There are some people out there on the internet go, go, nothing's happening in AEW right now. And they must totally be watching a different show. It's yet another one I'm struggling to call though because deep down in my tum-tum, I kind of feel like this should be Eddie Kingston's night. But if that's the case, does it mean that we do get to Dynamite and the Jericho Appreciation Society does win that big stipulation match? Because that would be weird, because of course when you go back to Anarchy the Arena, Jericho and his crew won that one too. And most people are going to jump on Suzuki, because that dude, despite being terrifying, doesn't seem to care about losing at all. But I think you want to kind of mix it up here and allow the commentators to say, oh my gosh, blood and guts on Wednesday. So I would actually have Eddie backfist Chris Jericho right in the face pin him for the one, two, three. I mean, it could even come after some nonsense when Suzuki does lose his temper for both Guevara and Jericho. Like, why are you so obsessed with each other? We need to focus on the match. He storms off, and that's just going to make him an even bigger babyface. And let's face it, everyone loves Suzuki. It also allows Yuta and Amuno to claim victory, even if they aren't involved in the direct pin. You've probably seen what I've done here. Everyone knows that Eddie Kingston absolutely loves New Japan wrestling, so I just want him to get some kind of win in the New Japan environment. That's how low I've gone with this one. I'm giving it to Eddie and his boys. Amazingly, we then get a straight-up AEW match. And on this night, it feels kind of weird saying it. Because this shall be Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm for the AEW Women's Championship. And I tell you now, this is going to be absolutely brilliant. Tony Storm can go. Thunder Rosa can go. And you just know they're going to have a little bee in their bonnet because they are the only women's match on the entire card. So they're probably like, right. We're going to show the lot of you what we can do. I also respect AEW for booking this because it is very much a, well, neither of these people should lose situation. And if we go on what All Elite Wrestling has done in the past, somebody will be defeated. Now, I will hold my hands up and say, given what the event is, there's a small chance that maybe some stardom wrestlers turn up and they cast interference. But that just makes me sound like a Reddit thread. I wanted to throw it out there on the off chance. So the real question is, can you take the belt off Rosa this quickly? And I run the numbers, and I don't think you can. However, that means that Tony Storm is going to lose, which brings her record to 5-2. and two. What do you do with her after this? I mean, does she get another shot, or is she pushed to the back of the line? But really, what you have to do here is you have to sit down, you have to give it a second, you have to breathe in the air, and does it feel like the right time to do a title switch? I just don't think it is. So this should be nice and simple and Thunder Rosa retains. But again, the big talking point afterwards is I bet this is an absolute banger. In fact, I'm going to bet my hair on it. But in this instance, the championship will stay on the champion. Which is probably going to be the same for Jay White versus Akada versus Hankman Adam Page versus Adam Cole. I mean... These words should not be coming out of anybody's mouth. But yes, the IWGP Heavyweight World title is on the line. As I just said, I don't think White is going to lose here. But the true confusion is who takes the pin. Because we could argue this today's and somebody could knock on my door and then come up with a great reason why I'm totally wrong. I'll be honest with you, it's only been a few days and I still can't believe this has been booked. And I also cannot believe that anyone is going to have the balls here to take that championship off White because he only just won it from a carder and he did it in big boy fashion. I mean, he slabbed him with the Blade Runner and he pinned him clean for the one, two, three. It does get me thinking, however, and we'll just bring the main event in here because what if Tony Khan and New Japan have sat down and decided, hey, why don't we be crazy 
and Tanahashi wins the AEW interim world title, meaning the kind of payoff here is that Jay White loses it to an Adam Cole or to a Hangman Adam Page. I mean, I can't believe it, but talk about a talking point that we could go on for ages about because it would mean the main belt in AEW is in New Japan and vice versa. Now, look, there are a lot of negatives to that too, <laughs> but I just like doing exciting stuff. Now, I won't rubber stamp that because I think there's more worth in having John Moxley as the first ever two-time AEW world champion, which is why I'm just going to throw something out there and say that Jay White... Adam Cole. And the reason I think that is because Switchblade is a massive piece of shit. Like, he is, he's a bad person. He's already been prodding Mr. Cole, even though they're meant to be friends. Once again, you can do some kind of shenanigans here, which also tells you the relationship between Adam Cole and Jay White is now over, and you can probably do that match again down the line. So yes, just to make it clear, Jay White goes over Adam Cole to retain the championship, and I've now ruined the main event, but just to make it very clear, going with Mox. Even when they were looking lovingly into each other's eyes at the end of Dynamite, I was still like, man, I am so pumped for this. Just do whatever the hell you want. Come up with some good near falls, some good false finishes that make me go, oh my gosh, Tanahashi is now the AEW World Champion, but that won't happen. And then, you know, John Moxley can just hit the paradigm shift. One, two, three. Tanahashi loses all the time, but he's such a smart wrestler, he gets how to lose. Sometimes he comes out the other side as an even bigger star. So seriously, they could sit down and play checkers and I'm going to be invested in this, especially because if John Moxley does win, you can start doing the whole, oh my gosh, when CM Punk comes back, he's going to have to take on Mox. I'm sorry, but Punk versus the former Dean Ambrose, something that I would like to see. So yeah, that's how we will level things out here. Jay White will walk away with the championship he already owns and John Moxley will be the brand new interim champion. And then we're going to have to see what happens on Dynamite. But hasn't it been a crazy few weeks when it comes to injuries? Are you, I would all walk closely because there seems to be some kind of Dan Housen curse. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.